love. Thank you for all that you have done for us. Raise our hands to heaven. I am so thankful. Lord Jesus. this morning we give you all the glory we ask that this morning all of us will enjoy your favor none of us here will be disgraced your favor will speak volume in our life in Jesus name anyone that sees us they will be forced to thank God for our life in the mighty name of Jesus and nobody will be qualified to us this year in Jesus name thank you father in Jesus name we have prayed hallelujah well I want to welcome everyone to church including myself after last Sunday you are all welcome to church the Lord bless you in Jesus name I was away to minister to Bumasho and I really enjoyed myself I've shared that with you on Wednesday I was seriously blessed. I was happy because they make me happy. And I pray that this morning you too you'll be happy. Your coming here this morning will not be in vain. The Lord will fill your heart with joy. And you'll be blessed in the name of Jesus. Let me turn to your neighbor and say this morning is your morning of favor. You will be happy this morning because the Lord will make you happy. If you believe, say the loudest, Amen. I must also tell you that while you are ministering here, we are listening to you on the radio. Before we go to Bonsha, we are listening to everything that you are saying and preaching. We are listening. And one of the verses you read was Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11. And we heard almost everything before we enter one church to another one. And I also told people on Wednesday that one of the things that excited me most was the, a church I pastor in the woman shop for over 22 years ago that I decided to branch. And I was surprised that the church still recognizes me and they still welcome me very well. And that gave me assurance that when you are doing God's work, God's work will not die. Whatever you are doing now, do it for the Lord. Don't think that hey, nobody will remember me. 
whatever God has laid in your heart to do, do it well. Because you'll be surprised that the work that you have done will still be living. When we entered the church, I told Topo, I said, I'm not sure anyone here will be able to recognize me again. That was exactly what I said. But let me just go and see how the church is fearing. It will not be good for me to enter Oguma Shaw without going to the first church I passed on, which is Overcomer, Harris Overcomer Model Parish. And as I was entering, the old church stood up. They shouted my name, they jumped on me, they did all manner of things. And they were preaching when I entered. So I see that they were not doing anything. They were preaching. And the person that was preaching said, That is the pastor Adetuji I've been talking about this morning. The man that mentored me. The man that rescued me when I was frustrated and I was thinking about leaving the boomer shop. The man that prophesied into my life. I told you about his story and he just walked in. And the parish pastor, you know, or area or so now, I don't know what that of the church is now, climbed the podium and said, I must just come and say something. And I said, well, you didn't invite me. I was led by God to just check you. And I said, well, I've come here to tell you that your prayer has been answered to confirm it to you. Stand up and thank the Lord. And as they were thanking God, I jump out again. I move out. Praise the Lord. I want to tell somebody here that your prayer has been answered. It's your month of favor in Jesus' name. This time will be your time of favor in the name of Jesus. Let's read 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel chapter 16. 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 10 to 13. Anointing for God's favor. That is what we need. Anointing for God's favor. And the Lord will anoint you for his favor in the name of Jesus. Again, Jason made seven of his sons to pass before Samuel. And Samuel said unto Jesse, The Lord has not chosen this, any of these seven. This morning, the Lord will choose you. Okay, verse 11. And Samuel said unto Jesse, I hear all thy children. And he said, There remaineth yet the youngest. And behold, he keepeth the sheep. And Samuel said unto Jesse, Send and fetch him, for we not see down until he come either. Verse what now? Verse 12. And he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy and wither of a beautiful countenance and goodly to look to. And the Lord said, Arise and anoint him, for this is a. Point your neighbor, say you are the one. Say to him or her again, say you are the one. To be anointed for favor in the name of Jesus. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his what? Of his brethren. And the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. The spirit of favor, the spirit of the Lord came upon him because of that anointing. Remember Saul was anointed before. In 1 Samuel chapter 10 verse 1 and 2, he said, The Lord has anointed you because he has made you the captain over his inheritance. You are now like a king. And you know he was crying a king. And the Bible also says that when the anointing oil came upon him, the Lord gave him another spirit. He became another man. 
Once the favor of God is upon you, you become another man entirely. And things started happening step by step. Three men met him. They gave him good news. That's concerning Saul. They said, what you have been looking for has been found. Another people met him and gave him bread. Another prophet met him and he said, prophesy. And he said, you shall do as occasion demand of you. First Samuel chapter 10 verse 7. He said, for the Lord is with you. When the oil of favor is upon your life, your life becomes easy. It is not of him that will it, neither is of him that run it. For what? I can't hear you. I cannot hear you. It is God that does what? That shows his mercy. May the Lord show forth his mercy in your life in Jesus' name. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11. He says, the race is not to the swift, neither the battle to the strong. But again, time and chance happen to them all. What does that mean? It means that it is opportunity that distinguishes human being from another. That opportunity and favor will come upon you today in the name of Jesus. Are you saying amen very well? Are you saying amen very well? Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8, that I love so much. God is able to make all grace surround you, that you have sufficiency in all things. You will not need aid or support from anybody. You will have enough to enjoy and to give in donation to other people. That is what God is saying. I pray for you this season, you will not be embarrassed. It does not matter what the economy looks like. You have more than enough. More than enough resources. More than enough blessing. You will have abundant blessing in the name of Jesus. That you always having all sufficiency in all things. My gift to people that have need. You will not be the one that have need. But you will be a giver to other people in the name of Jesus. Genesis chapter 24 verse 1 Father Abraham was well advanced in age and the Lord had blessed Father Abraham in all things. Somebody say all things. Say because of the favor of God I am blessed in all things. Let me turn to your neighbor and say don't you look at my life because of the favor of God I am blessed in all things. Why am I laying this foundation? If there's anything to be desired in life, it is the favor of God. If there's anything to be desired in life, it is what? The favor of God. Because the favor of God will bring the blessing of God to you cheaply. The blessing of God will come upon your life cheaply. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 3 and we also read Second Corinthians chapter 1 verse 20. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 3. According to his divine power, he has given to us all things. Somebody say how many things? God has given to you how many things? I can't hear you. How many things? All things that pertains to life and godliness. Through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. God has called you to glory and virtue. 
So he has given you all things in life to enjoy. May you enjoy them in Jesus' name. Amen. I remember what he said. He said we get all things through the knowledge of him. First Peter chapter 3 verse 9. He said you have been called to enjoy inheritance. You have been called. Say, you are not called to enjoy causes. You have been called to inherit the blessing. Not rending evil for evil or railing for railing, but contrawise blessing. Knowing that you are there unto call so that you can inherit what? The blessing. Tell your neighbor, this morning, I will inherit my blessing. I am a child born in due season. I will inherit favor. I will carry favor from here. I have been called to enjoy the blessing of God. And may you enjoy it in Jesus' name. Second Corinthians chapter 1 verse 20. I'm laying this foundation so that you know the importance of God's favor. I am laying this foundation so that you know the importance of God's favor. So you won't say, I have struggled and struggled. What have I gained from serving God? I have prayed and prayed. God has not answered me. The secret to God's blessing is the favor of God. Nothing more. Look at what he says. For all the promise of God in him, they are yes, and in him, amen. All the condition to enjoy God's blessing in Christ, they are yes. Oh, I want to buy a car. God says yes. I'll give it to you. God, as I'm thinking of buying a car, I also need a land. God says yes again in him. God, I want good health. God says yes in him. Every promise of God in the Bible under Jesus has no condition. Has no condition. What he just asks is that you have to know that this thing comes through the favor of God, not by a woman's strength. So that you not be struggling without knowing a way out. And I'm going to show you three ways to enjoy the anointing of God's favor today. Three ways. Number one is true righteousness by faith. This is one of the things that I mentioned on Friday when we were doing the Bible study. Righteousness by faith. Righteousness by faith. What do I mean by righteousness by faith? You claim it the way you receive your healing. If I say, say I am healed, you say I am healed. If I say, say I am blessed, you say I am blessed. When I say, say I am righteous, you say I am righteous. The devil will tell you, no, 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 you are not righteous. Are you sure you are righteous? You lie last night. You did evil last night. But you say, I am righteous. Because it is faith that produces righteousness, not work. Romans chapter 4, verse 3, verse 5, verse 6, verse 7. Explain that Father Abraham believed God and God gave him righteousness for believing God. What does that mean? If I'm going to live a righteous man's life or have a right standing with God, even though I am unworthy, I must keep claiming that I am righteous in Christ. And one of the things that I emphasize that you must do, maybe I should add this one. Three, three things you must do in the morning when you wake up. Father, I thank you for a beautiful day. Is that what I said? Father, I thank you for a beautiful day. Can somebody say that now? Say, Father, I thank you. Say it again. Say, Father, I thank you for a beautiful weather. Father, I thank you for my life. Why do I ask you to say that? The Bible says, giving thanks to God 
is the will of God for us at all time. So when you wake up, before you perform any miracle in your life, you say, Father, I thank you, the day is beautiful. When you are doing that, you are fulfilling the will of the Lord. And when you fulfill his will, blessing come upon you. And I say number two things you say in the morning, I am righteous in Christ. All the blessing of the righteous, they are mine. Of course, uh, the devil will not like it when you say it. Just as you are saying, Father, I thank you for a beautiful day. And the devil is telling you what is beautiful about today. Do you know what will happen in the evening? He say, I just thank you, Lord, because it's a beautiful day. And when you are sleeping, Father, I thank you for a good night. Because this night will be sweet. Nothing will harass me. You are thanking me him in advance. The same way you do that to receive other things, you thank him that he has made you righteous in Christ. Maybe number three, that I say you should pray for all the times. Lord, give me wisdom to know what to do and what to say. Those temples prayers will change your life forever. Look at Romans chapter 4 verse 3. For what seeth the Bible? Abraham believed in God and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Another one says it was credited to him that is a righteous man. What does the Bible say? Father Abraham believed in God and God said because you believe in me I see you as a righteous man. If you are going to be righteous today you must believe God for righteousness. Verse 5. Look at verse 5. What does verse 5 say? Romans chapter 4 verse 5. But to him that walketh not, but believeth on him that justified, make righteous the ungodly. He did not make righteous the godly. Watch what the Bible says. His faith. Accounted to me for righteousness. I am righteous in Christ Jesus. You know, when you say that, Psalm chapter 5, verse 12, we work for you, says, The Lord will bless the righteous. What will He do? He will surround him with favor like a sheet. God always blesses the righteous. Righteousness under the New Testament is a gift of faith. It does not come by work. Because before God, no man can be justified by the work of the flesh. Isaiah 64 verse 6 says, All our righteousness, they are like the rap before him. The only way of escape is to believe in the righteousness of Christ. Watch it. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 and 21 says i am crucified with christ nevertheless i live yet not i the life that i live in the flesh i live by the faith of the son of god who loved me and gave himself for me verse 21 i do not frustrate this gift of god how do you live by faith of jesus christ you believe what jesus has done for you on the cross not by your works Stop saying, why me? Stop saying that. Doesn't make any sense to God. Just tell God, I am qualified for your blessing because of Jesus' sacrifice. I am qualified for favor because I am righteous. And you have said you are going to bless the righteous. And because I am righteous in you, Father, bless me. I can show you so many scriptures. Romans chapter 8 verse 1. 
there is therefore now no condemnation to those people who have given themselves to Christ. If you believe in Christ, the righteousness of Christ is your possession. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. He made them sin. Who knew no sin? So that we can become what? The righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Why am I emphasizing this? You've got to verbalize it. In John chapter 9, verse 2 and 3, they met a man that was born blind. And when bad things happen to us, we all blame our conscience and we blame what we have done or what our parent has done. So the disciple asked, who sinned that this man was born blind? There are things that are not working in your life. And the only thing the, the, the enemy will do is to show you mirror. Look at the one that causes it in your family. The time you were born, your mother or your father. But Jesus said, no one sinned. This is a new message. No one sinned. They say what? He said, no, not sin. Not sin. This thing happened to him so that the work of God might be revealed in him. And I'm still going to go there. Jesus removed the condemnation of sin because he came in at the right time to save him. I don't know what you are going to write now, but the moment you believe in Jesus, you can heal yourself of evil conscience and have access to the blessing of the righteous. 1 John chapter 5 verse 4 This is the victory that overcome the world. This is the victory. Whatsoever is born of God you are born again. What happened to him? Overcome it, the world. Anyone that is born again is permitted to live a champion's life, a king's life on the heart. Please listen to me very well. If you are born again, you live as a king on the surface of the heart. Because this is the victory that overcome the world. What is the victory? Our faith in the finished work of Jesus. I said on Friday that your blessing is not conditional. The foundation of your blessing is what Jesus Christ has done at the cross. So you use your faith. Instead of using it for car, which is good, you use it to believe in your righteousness. You are not using your, 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 your faith for material things, but you are using your faith now for what Jesus has done for me at the cross. I receive it. I receive the gift of righteousness. I believe that I'm righteous. And every other blessing of the righteous, every promise of the righteous, they are now yours in Christ. You have passed the level of uh, my heart is doing this, this is doing that. You say, because Jesus died for my sin, because he also died for your sicknesses, the way you receive your sicknesses by faith, you receive righteousness also by faith. And you must verbalize it. Our faith is what guarantees victory. Look at it again. Mark chapter 9 verse 23. If you can believe this, all things are possible to him that believe it. This is the class of faith that takes you to the realm of divinity, the realm of God. Nothing becomes impossible when you use your faith to claim his righteousness. Because every promise of God in the Bible, they are now yes for you. Because nobody can stop a righteous man. His prayer, they are effective. The effectual, fervent prayer 
of a righteous man affiliate much. The Bible says it produces much strength. So when you are praying, you are praying with confidence. Why am I saying this? When we come together as a church to pray, you don't come here and tell all of us and say, let us confess our sins that we not allow our prayer to be answered. All the sins that we know and the sins that we don't know. Don't drag us back to the whole testament and make our blessing conditional. Don't drag because of your own religion mentality. Don't drag us back. Take us to the realm of claiming righteousness as a church by faith. Father, we thank you because saints are gathered here this morning. And we expect your favor this morning. We are saints in Christ. Angels are here. We are righteous by faith and we receive the blessing of the cross. Please sit down. That's where we reign. We don't pray apologetic prayer under the new covenant. We don't pray apologetic. We are not timid. The Bible says the righteous they are as bold as a lion. They are not timid. And we don't want to, to feel happy because we are confessing our sin. Come on, stop that nonsense. The way we receive our healing in Christ, even when we are sick and we are saying, let the weak say they are strong, is the same way we receive righteousness. When we feel guilty, we say, I'm righteous because of the work of, of, of Jesus in the cross. I'm righteous by faith. And the blessing of the righteous belongs to you. That is what the Bible says. Look at it. Luke chapter 1, verse 45. Blessed is she that believeth, for there shall be a performance. Belief. Who God says you are under the new covenant? Believe it. If God says he made him sin, he made him sin. If God says he made you righteous, he made you righteous. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. For emphasis sake, look at it. For he had made him to be sin for us. Who knew no sin? That we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And the Bible says, Blessed is she that believeth, for there shall be a performance of those things that were told by the Lord. When you begin to claim the righteousness of Christ, you begin to purge yourself from all sin. A sinner cannot live a holy life. You know what holiness means? Holiness means consecration to God. Righteousness means right standing with God. A sinner cannot consecrate himself. He's a man that has a right standing with God as a gift that can decide to consecrate himself. He first must believe who he is in Christ before he now says, look, I am too much than this. I can't do this thing. Joseph was aware of the favor of God upon his life. So when he was tempted to sin, he said, I cannot do this thing. And sin against God. Do you know what he calls sin? I cannot do this wickedness. 
You never know the gravity of sin until you know that you are holy. Don't know how, how the gravity of sin. I cannot do this great wickedness. That's what that's what Joseph, the language he used to describe sin. He did not say, ah, this is favor. He didn't say that. He said, I cannot stoop low and do this great wickedness and sin against God. So you must accept what God has made you. He has made you to be a righteous man in him. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 16 says above all. Somebody say with me, above all. I can't hear you say above all. Taking the shield of faith wherewith it shall be able to quench all the very dirt of the wicked. Above all. Taking the shield, the protection of faith so that be able to stop every arrow of the enemy. If you fail in believing God in this area, you will fail every arrow. That's what the Bible is saying. Above all, you can be a preacher, you can be an evangelist, you can be a singer, you can be a traveler, you can be anything. If you don't believe God about your righteousness, the arrow of the devil will be bouncing you and smashing you every day. Number one way to get the anointing for favor is to receive righteousness by faith. Say, Pastor, I hear you. <laughs> Number two ways <coughs> to enjoy the favor of God is by the work of God. The inward work of God. That is God at work inside you. God working in you. Philippians chapter 2 verse 13 Ephesians chapter 3 verse 16 Which one are you? Philippians chapter 2 For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do. Say God is working in me. Turn to your neighbor say God is inside me. Is working in me both to will and to do of his good pleasure. What does that mean? You have to listen to the inward work of the Holy Spirit. God is constantly working in you to manifest his favor and his blessing. God is constantly inspiring you, working in you, not outside, not shaking, not falling. God is constantly working in you. Not is in you, is working in you. You know, I said, as I enter Obumoso, something in me said, How can you enter this city without remembering the first church you pastor? And they are miles apart. The church I was going was at the entrance of Obumoso. The church I passed was inside Stadium Road. So, mile apart. I first said, Drop me in the church because they are expecting me. Go and pick my children so that they come and join me. Say, drop me. They will be expecting. But the spirit putting a pressure inside me. You must visit them. You must say hello to them. It was working in me. I get the stop. God, the time is late. These people will be singing. They just be waiting for me. I don't want them to be calling me. No, you must just say hello. I say, okay, I'm following you both of you. 
I must drop at overcomer. And I never knew that God has organized such a joy for me. Is the one that is working in you. So it is the work of God inside that brings out the favor of God all around you. Please say that. Philippians chapter 4 verse 13. I can do all things through Christ that strengthen me. Nehemiah chapter 6 verse 9. God strengthen me in the inner man. Strengthen me. It is not about what is happening outside. It's about the working of God on your inside. I said the principle of life is like the principle of osmosis. The movement of molecule from the region of lower concentration to the region of higher concentration through a semi-permeable membrane. The inside must be strong. The working of God on the inside must be very heavy. So that you can attract the favor of God so easily to you. If the inside is heavy, you will subdue the outside forces very cheaply. Listen to the inner workings. Jesus said in John chapter 9 verse 3 and verse 4, I must work on this guy. I must work on him. I must walk the work of him that sent me. I had a meeting with one of my mentors, Reverend Sam Adiemi. And I said to him, you said this, you said that. Are you telling me that the project I'm seeing is not a product of your work? He said, no, it's not a product of my work. I said, what do you mean? I heard that you bought a building of over 500 million. He said, no, it's a product of grace. He said, how does grace, I asked him then, years ago, how does grace work? He said, you wait for the hand of God first before you take a move. If God is not moving and you move, the project will be difficult. Let God perfect the work in you first. Then you now announce the movement. Nothing is as easy as the work that God has finished inside you. You must allow God to work inside you. Do the work before you take a move. He said, look, if God has no work and we announce, there will be no contribution. So we listen to the inner man. The working of God on the inside is talking to you. He's working in you. He's mending you. He's speaking to you. He's strengthening you on the inner man. Then you announce it on the outside. He said there will be favor that will surround the work. Do not move until you see the workings of God in you. Do not move until you see the working of God in you. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 16. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 16. Put on Ephesians chapter 3, 16. We are, and I'm go, we're going to be praying that God you should strengthen us that he will grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in your inner man. That God will strengthen you. That the Lord will grant you according to the riches of his glory 
to be strengthened with power in the inner man. In the inner man. You are strengthened. The work of God in your inside is strong. That is why people will not call you fake. It's so natural because there is a work of God going on all the time in your inner man. He is strengthening you. God gave me an explanation of this. He said, when I anointed Samson, Samson had a physical hair, several dreadlock on his head that represents his strength. Anytime he packed the hair to the back, fear him and run away. Somebody said something and I believe about it. He said, if Samson was muscular, people will say his strength is in his muscle. He said, Samson must, must look so natural that the Philistine will not even fear his appearance. But the anointing was seriously on his ear. So a very pretty woman said to Samson and asked Samson, tell me the secret of your strength. And Samson told her, eventually, after so much pestering, the secret of my strength is in this ear. Since I was born, no razor has ever touched my head. The day you cut my hair, the strength will go. The woman was happy. See, thank God he has told me. And he allowed him to sleep with very good milk. Hollandia who got. He drank it. He slept off. When he woke up, there was no hair again. And he said, Samson, Samson, the Philistine against you. The Bible says, he decided to fight. He did not know that what? The Lord has departed from him. That verse can also be written, that strength has gone. Slap me here. His hand became an ordinary and they captured Samson. What's the story? They removed his two eyes from him. And they allow him to grind paper. And they make a mockery of him. Grinding paper for Satan. A very mighty man. But God, as if God was going to a New Testament, revealing another working. In Judges chapter 9, they gather crowd against him. And Samson pray, strengthen me this time around. Strengthen me from the inside. Let me revenge of my two eyes. Let me die with this Philistine. And on his death, he killed over 3,000 men. He leaned on the two pillars of the house and crashed it upon his enemy. The Bible says what he killed with the inner strength is more than what he killed with the physical hair. What am I telling you this morning? There is power on your inside. Mighty power. If you listen to the inner working of the Holy Spirit inside you, is able to produce much more than you can ever imagine unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we think or imagine according to the power. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. So let the work of God 
be active on your inside let him strengthen you colossians chapter 1 verse 27 christ in you is what i can't hear you what is it let me tell your neighbor say god is in me christ is in me christ is the hope of favor christ is the hope of glory i carry this treasure on my inside wherever i go i will always enjoy favor say amen three times isaiah chapter 41 verse 10 i will strengthen you i will help you i will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness isaiah chapter 40 41 verse 10 isaiah chapter 41 verse 10 isaiah 41 verse 10 he said i will strengthen you and i pray god will strengthen you this morning fear not for i'm with thee say god is with me be not dismayed from your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. Yes, I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. What is the scripture saying? Listen to the inward working. Let him strengthen you. And you will never lack favor again in the name of Jesus. I say you will not lack favor again in the name of Jesus. Number one, faith for his righteousness. Number two, the work of God inside you. Number three, finally, that bring favor of God at work in your life is by speaking favor to yourself. A lot of you want somebody to pray for favor for you, but you refuse to speak it to yourself. You look at yourself in the mirror and said, I am ugly. So you grow ugly. And now blame me. Pastor, I'm growing ugly. What is wrong with me? You said it with your mouth when you say something you should expect results in john chapter 9 john chapter 9 verse 21 the parents said to the jew people is of age let him speak for himself speak for your own favor speak for your own blessing if you say you are not blessed I will not be surprised if you are cursed. Because the opposite of blessing, there are causes. If you say you are not fine, I will not be surprised if you are ugly. Because the opposite of beauty is ugliness. If you say you are poor, I will not be surprised if you are broke. Because the opposite of being rich is poverty. Speak for yourself. Have you not heard what the Bible says? In Proverbs chapter 18, verse 20 and 21, life and death, then the power of the tongue. Life and death, then what? Power of the tongue. Those who that love it, they will hear the fruit thereof. You speak what you want because you have age. You have age. If you desire favor, speak favor into the ear. Favor will come your way. You have age. Speak your future into being. Speak what you want. I am blessed. I am the head. I am not the tail. I cannot borrow. I cannot beg. God is on my side. I am a faithful child. God is with me. Numbers chapter 14 verse 28. As I hear them speak, that is what as I do unto them. God has given you power to decree whatever you want. If you constantly anoint yourself with favor every morning, you will get a job. 
You will get it, sir. You are a product of what you have been saying to yourself. And most of the time, when people come to my office, I look at what they say. And I'm not surprised their life has been that way. Whatever you are seeing in your life right now is a product of what you have been saying five years ago. Somebody told me, asked me, do you know you will have school? I say no. But I kept saying I will be an employer of labor. I know one thing I was saying it. I told you here. They are about to do my review, my promotion then in Lautech to the position of a principal librarian and they locked the paper up because my guy was not happy about it. And they say, ah, if you are going to do something bad for somebody, it should not be for Pastor Little Joe. Ah, Pastor Joe is loyal to you. And he said, it's because the key to that place is lost. And I said to him, what do you want to give me that you are locking up? Me that will be employing you tomorrow. I said, can you lock paper of Bishop Edepo? Can you lock paper of promotion? What do you want to give me? You want to promote me to the position of a principal librarian? When my mates are having university, I did not have secondary school. And I said it. And what surprised me is that nobody chastised me. They just say, ah! I did not be no old sorogan. I say, why can't you break the door? Sit down. And oh yeah, Lord yeah. Somebody said, Why did you say that? I say, I keep saying word of favor to myself. I keep saying it. It's not that things I have the money, but I will not allow my mouth to curse myself. The Bible says, Do not say if you are an angel, it's an error. Moman share money. Share only me buruti anything. The Bible says, Do not say before an angel. It was a joke. It was an error. Don't use your mouth to bring evil on yourself when you look at yourself. Prophesy good thing. You are the first prophet over your life. Don't wait for anybody to say something good to you before you say something good to yourself. Nobody can love you more than yourself. You must be your number one fan first before you now have so many fans. Love yourself and speak good things. Look at what the Bible says. John chapter 7 verse 38. Those people that believe in me, out of their belly, shall flow what? What is flowing from you? Is it those being that is flowing from you? Or see which? I was asked to preach in the Bumashaw well of living water. And I said, there are two things that make a water living. Is that the water is giving life or is flowing continuously? See, a well is considered to be dead when it's not flowing again. A well is considered to be dead when it's killing people that hit it. If your own well is killing you, change your tongue. Change your tongue. He that believe in me, as the scripture has said, out of his own belly shall flow rivers of living water. If you cannot bless your life, you cannot bless me. Let the blessing begin with you. Let it begin with you. 
change the way you talk to yourself. Change the way you talk to your situation. Change the way you talk when nobody's around. How are you this morning? God is good to me. Oh, I have testimony. So what testimony do you have? I travel and I return. Is that testimony? That's testimony for me. That is testimony for me. For you, it may not be. You are speaking life to yourself. You are speaking life. Let those people that love life, that's what the Bible says, let them refrain their tongue from speaking evil. Why? Some of you love good things, but you speak bad things. You love good things. Oh, you like good dress. You like good car. You like good houses. You like to have money. But your tongue is always deceiving you because you are constantly speaking evil. Say, let everyone that love life refrain their tongue from speaking evil. I remember when I was still struggling with this thing. People will meet me and they will want me to say that there is no money. And I will refuse. I will say God is good. They will say, oh, you have no horse money. I will say God is still good. God is good. I was saying God is good by faith. Speaking life into my system, into my hair. And eventually, God became so good to me. I will not use my mouth to say there is no money. Some of the students, some of you that I know, you come to me and say, Daddy, there is no money everywhere. I say, stop it. There is money for you. They will remember you from home. And your money will come. Somebody came into my office. I don't have any favor. Nobody's on my side. You know I'm the only one that is struggling. I say, you are not the only one that is struggling. You are a promising child. When you graduate, you will not be looking for a job. Job will be looking for you. They will beg you for a job. He said, how do you know? I say, I know. Because I can see the favor of God written all over you. You are not an ordinary child. He said, what do I do? I say, go back home and tell them that your pastor said, the favor of God is on you. That when you grow up, you are going to become important. You become rich. You have job. That they should not be discouraged because nobody has gotten job in the family. But your own case is different. Go back home and speak word of faith to them. He said, and I will go now. And he went. He went to his auntie and said, I know you are not giving me money because you feel if I finish, I will not get job. My pastor told me, my job is waiting for me. I'm not like all other graduates that we graduate and not get job. Me, I will get job. And when I get job, if you treat me well now, I will remember you. If you don't treat me well, I will also remember you. Just so that do the road they can walk with the for enter the house. He evangelized all his family members and he came back with money. Do you know he graduated? He got a job with uh, a hospital as a medical laboratory scientist. He got a job and he's doing well. I prophesy into his life. But more importantly, I prophesy into his tongue. Change what you speak to your life. Speak for yourself. If you want favor, speak favor. If you want life, speak life. If you want prosperity, speak prosperity. Some of my lecturers, some of them came to me yesterday. They said the problem we have is that there is no money in teaching profession. I said that is it. That's how you kill this profession. 
and say there is no money there. That's you have started again. He said, Ah, that is not better. I say that is exactly what makes teachers to be poor. Because all of you keep saying there is no money in it. I say, listen, do you know the man that has the primary school beside us, future link? The man is a medical doctor. The wife is a nurse. They both retire to establish a school. I said, there is a man on internet now, Dr. Apoki. He has school. He's building the second one. He said in his school, he's a medical doctor. The wife is a nurse. He has over 1,000 students. And he's thinking about building a protectric now. He said, you people that are in the profession, you are saying there is no money there. He resigned and retired at the age of 40 to build school. He said because he wanted to be rich. Can listen to him? It's on the internet. And say, you that they are there, you are saying there is no money in this profession. There is no money there. I want money. Some I say, why do you have that mentality that there is no money there? I say, the language of what you are saying. You keep saying it to the profession that there is no money there. That is what is draining the money. About draining the money. Change what you say to your job. Don't say your job is not rewarding. Don't say it is frustrating. Change what you say to your heads. Change what you say to your husband. Change what you say to your wife. Change what you say to your children. The man said, he said to his children, he said when they were young, he told his children, I'm operating locally. But when you grow up, you will operate globally. He said, I am operating black people. When you grow up, you will operate white people. He said he will take his son into his surgery when they were young and he will write professor of medicine in his aunt. He said, what is this, daddy? Professor of medicine. He said, he kept speaking into the life of his children. He said, the first one is an orthopedic surgeon in Germany. The second one is in the U.S., also a medical doctor. He said, he kept saying that he's a global family. Even there was one village in Imo State. Because he knows that this word was framed by the word of God. Hebrew 11 verse 3. So that the things that we see physically, they came out of the word that was spoken by God. No physical thing. True faith, we understand that the walls were framed, built up by the word of God so that the things which are seen are not made of things we do appear. So don't say, I will not say it until I see it. You will not see anything. How God created the world is by speaking it into being. Let there be light and there was light. Let there be water, there was water. Let there be fish in water and fish came out. Let there be plants on the ground. And we have, we have plants. Let there be fruit bearing tree. And fruit bearing tree came. We understand this how God made the whole world. If you want your own world to be better, start speaking like God. Speak like God. Let there be money. Let there be water. Let there be solar. Let there be electricity. Let there be abundance. When you keep saying it, you will repeat in full in the name of Jesus. Rest about your faith. Rest about your faith. Your faith. That is the anointing for God's favor. Anointing for God's favor. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I am favored by God. I 
am favored by God. I cannot be frustrated. There is the favor of God on my life. The favor of God is at work in me. Speak for yourself. Don't let me speak for you. Speak what you want. Frame your life with the word of God. Speak life into your system. Speak life into your finances. Speak life into your family. Death and life, they are in the power of the word. Go ahead and speak and speak and speak and speak. Yes, speak the word of God. Speak the word of God. Speak the word of God. The spirit helps our infirmity to speak. Let the spirit of God help you to speak life. The spirit is speaking life. So speak life to tomorrow. You're having a project tomorrow. You're having an exam tomorrow. You're having a journey to make tomorrow. Speak life. My journey is blessed. This project is blessed. This contract is blessed. This week is blessed. Let those people that love life speak life. And refrain from speaking evil. Go ahead and begin to speak. By faith we understand that the walls were framed by the word of God. If you want your life to be framed well, speak it. Don't mind what the devil is saying. I am fearfully and beautifully made. Yes, in the name of Jesus. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am favored. The glory of the Lord is upon me. I am doing well. In the name of Jesus. I love life, so I speak life. I love life, I speak life. I love life. I speak like if you like, you don't say it. One or let let tone. A lazy man cannot talk his favor. A lazy man cannot talk his favor. Use your mouth and prophesy life. Speak like a seeker. Dry bones can live. Situation can turn around. Favor can answer to you. If you will confess with your mouth, favor. You'll be anointed with favor. Go ahead and prophesy life. Prophesy life into your work, into your finances. Yes, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. First Peter chapter 3, verse 10. For he that will love life and seek and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lip. That they speak no God. Anyone that we see good life must not use his mouth to speak evil. Raise your hand down to heaven. Say, Father, I repent of my sin. Beginning from today, my mouth will not speak evil. Go ahead and pray to the Lord. My mouth will not speak evil. Please say it loud and clear. My mouth will not speak evil. My mouth concerning my cow. Concerning my journey, concerning my life, my mouth will not speak evil. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Put your hand in your tummy. Say, God is working in me. God is working on me. God is working for me. This week, I will enjoy His work over my life. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead and begin to say it and say, That's how to enjoy the favor of God. God is working in me. God is working for me. God is working on me. I will see the work of God in the name of Jesus. Who are you, O Serubabel? Who are you, O mountain, before Serubabel? 
no mountain will be able to stand against me god is working inside me in the mighty name of jesus god is working for me in the name of jesus in the name of jesus in jesus mighty name we are praying judges chapter 16 25 samson pray again father strengthen me this time around all of us we need strength raise your two hands to heaven say lord strengthen me this year make me strong strengthen me in the name of jesus go ahead and pray that prayer when you pray for help it will help you have you not known have you not heard that the everlasting god fainteth not neither is he weary there is no hand to his understanding he giveth power to the weak to them that have no strength he increases strength even the youth will fail and faint but they that wait upon the lord he will renew their strength they will fly up mountains like eagle they will run they will not be weary they will walk they will not be weak father strengthen me strengthen me strengthen me on the inner man don't make me a weakling strengthen me lord strengthen me i want to be strong strong for you strong for my family strong for the church of god lord strengthen me in the name of jesus jesus mighty name we have prayed psalm 92 verse 10 but my horn shall be anointed exalted like the horn of a unicorn i shall be anointed with fresh oil raise your hands to heaven say anoint me with fresh oil anoint my my horn exalt my horn like the horn of a unicorn give me supernatural strength anoint me with fresh go ahead and pray fresh strength fresh strength fresh fire fresh strength in the mighty name of jesus i'll be anointed with fresh strength fresh oil anoint me i don't want to be weak i don't want to be tired strengthen my hand strengthen my bow strengthen me go ahead and talk to the lord it doesn't matter whether you are weak this morning i need supernatural strength in jesus mighty name we have prayed may the lord strengthen you you will not become a weakling receive supernatural strength in the name of jesus christ the lord will strengthen you in the inner man you will not be weak you will be strong in the name of jesus raise your right hand to heaven say all the blessing of the righteous man in the bible they belong to me say it again all the blessing of the righteous man in the bible they belong to me say again say all the blessing of the righteous they are mine because i am righteous in christ jesus go ahead and confess that all the blessing of the righteous they are mine. therefore you cannot steal my blessing i will be surrounded with favor all the blessing of the righteous they are mine i don't care what my enemies say i don't care what my neighbors say i don't care what my classmates say all the blessing of the righteous they are mine the blessing of the righteous they are mine righteousness is my foundation i have right standing with god all the blessing of the righteous they are mine i believe i am righteous 
I will be blessed. I cannot be frustrated. All the blessings of the righteous, they are mine. I am righteous by faith. I am righteous in Christ. I am righteous in Christ. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Romans chapter 4, verse 7 and 8. Put on Romans chapter 4, verse 7 and 8. Look at what the Bible says. Romans chapter 4, verse 7 and 8. Saying, Blessed are they whose iniquity are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Is your name there? Are you among those who that should be blessed? Are you sure? Raise your hands to heaven. Say, God is talking about me. I'm among those who that are blessed in this land because my sins are forgiven. My sins are covered. Look at it again a second time. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not input. My father said, the man that the Lord will not see is him. Ah! Very heavy. When the Lord decides to call you a righteous man, there is nothing the enemy can do. The blessing of Father Abraham is the blessing of a righteous man. Because we heard that he told a king, since my sister, he said, I want to marry her. I said, no problem. Pay. Is that not funny? And the wife said, hmm? Over time, you No, wala. $10,000. I said, no, $10,000 is so small. Can't you see she's pretty? Chacha, she's pretty. He said, yeah, pay 12000 Father Abraham collected money and went to sleep. He did not have a sleepless night. But the king that paid could not sleep. The Bible says God troubled the king in the night. God intentionally put that scripture that you see that when God called you blessed because he gave you a gift of righteousness, he meant it. So he said, the man that you take his wife is a righteous man. God was telling a sinner that another sinner is a righteous. Between Father Abraham, between Father Abraham and the king, who is a sinner? The man said to God in his, in his dream, in the integrity of my, my heart, I marry her. I pay, sir. I pay. God said, I know you pay. I know. I know where you are paying. He said, but listen, I myself are preventing you from touching her. Oh, Lishi, you can't. I have, you are dead already. Every other person in your family are even dead. So you can't gangrep her. He said, what? He said, call him. Let him pray for you and you'll be healed. He said, sir. He said, yes, call him. He's a righteous man. So he called Father Abraham. God said, you should pray for me. But you know between me and you, you are the sinner. But God is saying, you should pray for me. He said, need that. If God says I'm righteous, why should I pray for you? I pray for you. Father, forgive his sin. He said, are you ready to, re- to release my wife? He said, yes. Say, I'm releasing your wife. I say, I'm releasing your wife. I'm releasing your wife. Say, you are blessed. You are blessed. God heal him. He said, take your wife. He said, just like that. The Bible says he collected other gifts. The next fast, the Bible says Father Abraham was rich. He was not rich because of his work. It was it because the Lord gave him the gift of righteousness. What am I saying this morning? Believe that the work of Jesus at the cross qualify you for his righteousness. Most of the people that live only in the New Testament, God give them the gift of righteousness first 
before they live a holy life. The first time Peter encountered Christ, he said, I am a sinful man. I am not worthy of your blessing. Jesus said, don't worry. From today, I will make you a fisher of men. He abandoned his sheep and followed Christ. The first thing that happened to him was the goodness of God because the Lord blessed him with the blessing of the righteous. And he said, I am not worthy of this blessing. I know some of you here. The devil is telling you, you are not worthy to be called a righteous man. You argue with your wife in the morning. God said, you are still my own. I love you. You are righteous. He said, hey, I'm righteous. He said, yes, you are righteous. He said, now, I will keep you away from sin. But you must first believe who you are first before you can concentrate your life to Christ. If you keep claiming that you are a sinner, you will keep on committing sin. That is the truth. A sinner commits sin. A righteous man lives a holy life. So you must believe who you are. Blessed the seed that believe it. For there shall be a performance. You believe it first. I am righteous by faith. Say so to are righteous by. I'm righteous in him. That tells you that when you say I'm righteous in Christ. You are saying that it's not based on my own righteousness. So it is in him that I'm righteous. And when you keep confessing it, people one day say, ah, this man is a holy man of God. Or you first receive it. Just as the fact that you may not be well right now, but you are confessing that I'm here. And before you know it, God keep perfecting it. Because the part of the righteous is like a shining light. You may not be where I am when it comes to consecration or living standard. But that does not mean I am more righteous than you. Because righteousness is a right standing with God. Once you give your life to Christ, God accepts you as somebody that is qualified to have a right standing with him. Do you know, this simple thing I preach is the reason why some people have not given their, their life to Christ. Say, why don't you give your life to Christ? Ah, me, they say, oh. Most motto, me, they say. Think back by this, by this, you go to Paro. But they think it is by their own power they will attain righteousness. It is by faith. You give your life to Christ and He take care of the rest. You now begin to live a holy life. You can give your life to Christ today and it will change your story forever. It is not by your work that you live a holy life. Is by faith you become a righteous person in Christ. Or by work. Raise your hands to heaven. Because I believe in Jesus, I am righteous by faith. And all the blessing of the righteous, they are mine. Raise your right hand to heaven. Because I believe in Jesus, I am righteous by faith. And I will live a life of a righteous man in the name of Jesus. Say it again because I believe in Jesus, I am righteous and I'll be surrounded with favor. Round about in the name of Jesus. Raise your two hands forever and begin to thank God for what Jesus has done for you. Thank you for considering me a holy person. Thank you for making me righteous. Thank you, Lord, for qualifying me for your righteousness. Father, thank you and thank you and thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for making me righteous. I am righteous by faith. 
my sins are forgiven i am blessed in the lord in the name of jesus i am righteous by faith i am blessed in the lord my sins are forgiven in the mighty name of jesus i am righteous by faith my sins are covered i am blessed with the blessing of the righteous in the name of jesus in the name of jesus in jesus name we have prayed i am strengthening you today so don't be weak in faith luke 22 32 he said to peter i have prayed for you that your faith fail you not when you are strengthened when you have recovered strengthen your brethren and i pray you be strengthened in the name of jesus when you need them to pray pray the prayer of the righteous what's the prayer of the righteous father i thank you for today it is well with the righteous no evil will happen to the righteous so no evil will happen to me can i hear you say no evil will happen to me say it again say no evil will happen to me Say again, say no evil will happen to me. Say no evil will happen to me. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says no evil will happen to the righteous. When you sleep, you will sleep well. When you wake up, you wake up well. When you travel, you will return safely. Because no evil will happen to you. Raise your hands to heaven again. Say, I am righteous. So this week is my week of favor no evil will happen to me no accident no bad news in the name of jesus no evil will happen to me in the name of jesus because no evil will happen to the righteous no evil will happen to me in the name of jesus no evil will happen to me in the name of jesus no evil will happen to you in the mighty name of jesus no evil will happen no evil in the name of jesus in jesus name we have prayed that is the prayer of the righteous proverbs chapter 12 verse 21 write it down and i wouldn't want you to forget it when you are sleeping and you are afraid the bible says there shall no evil happen to the righteous but the wicked shall be filled mischief that's why it's important to claim your righteousness by faith Proverbs chapter 12, verse 21. So in the night when you are sleeping, say, no evil will happen to me. No evil. Because I'm a righteous man in Christ Jesus. There shall no evil happen to the just, but the wicked shall be filled with chief. It is the wicked people that will have accident. You will not have accident. Some of you are not saying me very well. I had a small car, a small Toyota Tassel. I took it to Isuka. And one of the pastors look at my tire. All of them are Tokumbo. Fiale used to go and he said, Ah, this is how the devil killed pastors. So look at the car you are driving with. Look at your whole family with this tire. And I was afraid. And the Lord opened my eyes for the first time to this scripture. And he said, There shall no evil happen to the righteous. And I prayed in the morning. I said, Lord, as I'm traveling back home, from Isuka back home, Lord, no evil shall happen to me. I will return safely. I use this scripture to pray. And I told my wife, fasten your seatbelt because we are going to reach home safely. I announced it before we started the journey. If you are traveling this week, your journey is safe. Amen. 
Because that is the blessing of the righteous. You are going to Ife, you are going to Lagos, you are going to Akure, you are going to... I don't care. It is well with your journey. Please, everybody stand up. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, this week is blessed for my sake. I bless every journey. I bless whatever I lay my hand upon. Because no evil will happen to the righteous. This week, no evil will happen to me. I am blessed in the morning. I am blessed in the afternoon. I am blessed in the night. No evil will happen to me. In the mighty name of Jesus. No evil will happen to me. In the name of Jesus. No evil will happen to me. In the name of Jesus. Every causes. Every bad dream. They are turned to your blessing. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus name we have prayed. Open your eyes. If in this past one week. You had a bad dream. Today we change it for good for you. You are begging for money in the dream. In the real life this week, you are going to give out money. Amen. You are looking for customer in the dream. In the real day, customer will flood your markets. In the dream, you are sweating and struggling. That's how you saw yourself. In the day, you enjoy coolness in the name of Jesus. Amen. Because the Lord your God loves you. And he has given you the blessing of the righteous. Every bad prophecy against you, they are turned to your blessing. Father, we thank you. Everybody, please close your eyes. Close your eyes. Father, we thank you for your love. Thank you for what you have done. Thank you for your people that are willing to receive the blessing of the righteous. If you are here this morning and say, Lord, give me the blessing of a righteous man. Raise your hands to heaven. Let me pray for you. Put your hand upon your head. Say, Father, I receive the blessing of the righteous. I surrender my life to you. Give me the blessing of a righteous man that I don't deserve. I confess my sin. Wipe away my sin away. Today, give me the blessing of a righteous man. When I pray, let my prayer be effective. In the mighty name of Jesus, today I am righteous. In Christ Jesus, and all the blessing of the righteous man, they belong to me. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus name we have prayed. Father, cover your people with your special blessing of a righteous man. When people see them coming from afar, let your glory shine. Surround their life with favor. Bless them in all things. Let them enjoy supernatural glory. The Bible says no evil will happen to the righteous. Lord, this week is your week of their testimony. They will come back with joy. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. Shout a righteous man. Hallelujah. <laughs> Talk to your neighbor. Say neighbor. See a righteous man. I'm a righteous man. In Christ Jesus. And that is why I'm blessed. Come on, shout hallelujah. Oh, wow.